Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. I'm so grateful to be here with you today. I love our time to get to be get together here on the radio to talk about you, to talk about our lives and our business and all the cool and exciting things that we get to be as we show up in this world just simply and purely as ourselves. That's so exciting and so cool for me. I love doing this. Today I want to talk about empowered children. Um, and, you know, children, I'm using that phrase lightly because, you know, when my kids were teens, I know they didn't like to be referred to as children, but they are still our children, right? Um, and so teens, young adults, even younger children, helping them really discover the power in their own lives when we empower them, when we allow them to think, to imagine, to dream, to be, to adventure, to explore, what are the exciting things that children can do, can come up with, can be, can make in this world when we simply just empower our children to be the best version of themselves while it's called today. That's what we want to dive in today. We have three amazing guests that are going to really bring this message home for you today. I'm looking forward to uh, really diving into this as we talk today about being empowered children or helping our children to be empowered here on Thriving Entrepreneur. Join me in welcoming Sophie Berka. Hey, Sophie, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thanks. So tell us a little bit about you and how you show up in the world. Well, um, I am a, uh, an empowerment coach, uh, especially for teens and, um, and also for parents. I've been a single mom a lot in my life uh, and... Yeah, have have really been interested in in empowerment, uh, empowering parenting uh, a lot. And I've worked at, uh, with kids as a nurse, a pediatric nurse, for a really long time as well. And I'm also a coach. Yeah, and yeah, the author of Raising Manifestors. Exactly, the book is called Raising Manifestors: The yeah. Ultimate Empowerment Guide for Awakened Parents. So. Um, so many of us as parents probably felt like we were asleep when we were raising our kids. But what does it mean to be an awakened parent? Um, it means to um, know that, uh, yeah, that's a good question. To know that there's uh, an easier way uh, of doing things. So there's a new paradigm surfacing. It has been for a long time. Uh some call it law of attraction, manifestation, <laughs> um, but it's basically that we can uh, work with the laws of the universe to attract success or the life that we want. And uh, I've studied that a lot and live it myself. And I decided for my love for parenting and my love for uh, manifesting and uh, law of attraction and just, uh, yeah, all the universal laws, I think, are really interesting. It brings um, life in, magic into my life, I feel like, when I look at life a little bit different. So I, I decided to marry those two things in a book um, and really uh, also because I know as a coach that we develop um, limiting beliefs. We all... Um, up to age six or seven years old, we just basically absorb our parents' um, belief systems <clears throat> uh, without any, you know, 
uh, we don't take them into consideration and uh, judge judge it. We just absorb the belief systems as a sponge, basically. And then later on in life, the, much of those belief systems become limiting beliefs for us that we have to work through in order to become successful and you know attract what we want in life and have the life that we want. So um, if we can, my book is really about how you can set up your kids with the right belief systems and with the right qualities uh, so that they automatically just attract uh, success and the life that they want um, without having to battle a lot of limiting beliefs in their lives. Yeah. Absolutely. So how do we start? I mean, like how young can we start teaching our kids to be man manifestors? Uh, really, really early. There's, you know, a lot of, pillars of, of that, but, you know, dreaming big is really a good thing. It's, uh, I think as parents, really, we were so afraid of our kids not succeeding that we want to set them up for all these false illusions of security, <laughs> such as the right, you know, job or the right college or the right friends and thing and things like that but really if you teach your kids to uh, listen to their guidance to their intuition um if you teach them an abundance mindset um and all those things uh that i mentioned in the book there's a lot to mention <laughs> um then yeah then they can go out and perform regardless of if they're in the right environment or um, in the right school or and they can get the job that they want and they can live the place that they want to live and they can get into the right relationship for them and not get into too many pickles of situations. Hmm. Yeah. So what kind of things um, are kind of some of the fundamentals of helping your kid know how to manifest in their life? Um, well, uh, you have to, a growth mindset, you have to teach them um, and bring them up to. You have to teach them and, and about, uh, have to have a, an abundance mindset. You have to teach them to dream big. Uh, and also that failing is normal. That's a part of the growth mindset. Um, oh, let me see if I can remember all of it. <laughs> um, and then reframing their you know, thoughts, they have to be pretty, uh, they have to have emotional intelligence uh, so that they can know what they feel, realize it, be aware of it, and reframe their thoughts. Um, I've taught my kids to always think what makes them feel good. So, you know, they're human beings, <laughs> so it doesn't happen all the time. But as, as young as possible that you can start, the better. So that's just some of the things that you can really um, focus on. Um, and in the book, I also describe, you know, how there, there's an emotional guidance system <clears throat> or a guidance chart where, where all the different emotions that we have uh, have different frequencies and vibrations. And some are high frequency and some are low frequency. So you want to uh, bring your kids up having and appreciating and striving for the high vibration emotions mm. because then they naturally attract into their lives um, all that what they want that are high frequency which is uh, possibilities and joy and and happiness and what brings them those those emotions and also uh, positive people <laughs> um, yeah so we talked about earlier, you know, us as parents, all of our fears get in the way and then we put that on our kids. But what kind of struggles do the children themselves have um, in becoming manifestors in their own life? What kind of things get in their way? Um, also just, you know, fears and also fitting in. Um, I, I've also teach, teach, uh, taught my kids to uh, that you don't share your dreams with just anybody because they're going to talk you down to, you know, 
And even if it's people that you love, um, you have to be careful what, who you share things with and, um, and being careful. I, I don't tell them that because I don't want them to walk around in fear, <laughs> but, um, but you do have to be aware of who you share your dreams with. Um, so I think uh, obviously it's trying to fit in because I don't believe we were, you know, created to fit in. We were created to stand out. And that's a not a natural thing as a teenager, for example. You really want to fit in as a, as a younger child as well. So at that level, you can, you know, help them. Uh, just with all the human emotions of of um, uh, overwhelm or fear or sadness and things like that, there's an emotion emotion chart as well in in the in the book. Uh, but you can find any online uh, where you can help your kids um, talk about feelings. For example, I don't think that very many families really talk about that on a like a daily basis, maybe. Uh, because we get so busy in our daily lives. Um, so that's just, you know, some of the things. Uh, obviously, they have all the, even if you are raised as a manifester, you still have all the so-called so <laughs> human emotions. I believe, you you know, it's all about not resisting what is and going with the flow, which also means that if you're sad about something, you cry, you don't try to resist being sad because then it just persists persists, and it sits in your stomach or somewhere in your body. So, um, yeah, it's really about being emotionally aware and uh, being non-judgmental as a parent, you know, helping them really be, um, uh, hold space for them. Really. So the book talks about chapter by chapter how to lead your child to identify their uniqueness, their own path. Um, what is one thing that somebody listening right now could start doing with their children? Something practical they could actually do with them? Um, they, they can definitely, uh, you know, recognize what their own fears are and not talk their kids' dreams down um, by the, you know, but by their own fears of, well, you have to be, you know, realistic. I can't stand that expression because <laughs> don't be realistic. <laughs> um, you have to be, you know, let them be, dream big. Uh, kids really come into this world as natural manifestors. They live in joy they see all possibilities, everything's magic. And then uh, by us imposing on them that things have to be realistic and fit into a certain shape and form, then they lose that. So it's really about getting out of their way and appreciating, really appreciating what they have. Um, but I would say really dream big with them, be their biggest cheerleader, um, Try to, you know, recognize what your own fears are when you talk to your kids. Talk to them about emotions every day. You can do it. I had like every Tuesday we did, we brought out this big feeling chart and we talked about three emotions that we had throughout the day, positive, negative, whatever. And if we wanted to share, uh, then we could. Why we had those emotions or not. <laughs> Sometimes my kids didn't want to elaborate even more, but, you know, Give, gave them a chance. Uh, so that's just some of the things that you can do. Um, and also, uh, well, there's so many things to it. But Well, and another thing they can do is they can get the book Raising Manifestors, and then they can know how to do it. Exactly. <laughs> but it's really about... Um, living in joy and letting them be in flow. And whenever you are afraid of something, you know, happening or not happening to them or that they're going in the wrong directions, just ask empowering questions, open-ended questions, curious questions instead of judgmental questions um, to help them recognize what's going on instead of guiding them. Uh, because um, 
when we guide even our friends too, when we try to guide other people, it's um, it's much more empowering for them to be, you know, learn more about themselves and why they're doing things than being told what to do. Um, and they will go on being really as resilient and being able to listen to themselves. And that's what we want as parents, right? So if we, we if we guide and structure and all of that too much, um, then our kids don't learn it for themselves. And then um, they're going to get into pickles later. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was. Well, so for the person that wants to go deeper with you, how can they get in contact with you? Um, you can go to my website, sophieberga.com, uh, and, and book schedule a time or just look at my different programs. I have um, uh, Motherhood Academy of Magic, where you learn to live in flow and raising manifestors, basically. Um, and, yeah, and then the Excelsior program for teens. Um, we talk a little bit about manifesting, but it's really mental tools. Um you know, for success and emotional intelligence, abundance, we talk about abundance, things like that, a growth mindset. Um, so if your teen needs some help um, with more resiliency and happiness and self-confidence, then they can look at that program too on my website. Perfect. And that's yeah. S-O-F-I-E-B-E-R-G-A.com. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> the book is called Raising Manifestors, The Ultimate Empowerment Guide for Awakening Parents. You can get it today for free. In fact, I will um, put in the comments the link to the book in case you didn't see it in the description. And I encourage everybody to get the book today. So we thanks so much for spending some time with me here on the show today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. What can you do to empower your children, to help them become manifestors, to begin to manifest in their own life those things that move them beyond wants, wishes, and dreams into things that can really, truly become realities in their lives. Our thoughts do become things, and as we help our children think they can grow rich, to use that title from a book. They can be empowered. They can be amazing and wonderful. And they can see what we see in them. Because we love them and we see how incredible they are. And what we really want is for them to be able to just make that mark on the world. That their sweet, precious little selves were always intended to make. What a great way to be a thriving entrepreneur. We're going to take a quick commercial break and then we'll be right back here on Thriving Entrepreneur. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. <laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com, schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free, it's guaranteed, it's proven, we've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now, what are you waiting for? Grab a pen, here we go. All you gotta do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com, Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. 
Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. So we're talking about raising empowered children, about empowering children, about allowing our children to be empowered. Um, And I'm so excited to bring this next guest to you. In the last segment, we were talking about raising manifestors. And now I want to talk to you about a fun new book as well that is all about an adventure that a young girl goes on um, and a fun way to help your children be able to explore and learn through reading this book, but also for us to remember that childlike wonder that we used to have maybe um, and get it back just a little bit. Join me in welcoming S.W. Quinn. Hey, how you doing today? Hey, Steve. I'm good. Good to be here with you. Yeah, it's great to be here with you, too. So your book is called Runaway Silver, The Impossible Sight of Lily Lilac. Um, Before we get into that, tell us a little bit about you and what inspired the book. Yeah, so I am a uh, a writer and entrepreneur based in uh, Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Um, And, uh, you know, I know you very often uh, ask your guests based on my, you know, following of, of this podcast you know, how do you present yourself in the world? And what's interesting to me is that how I present myself in the world um, is different today than any other previous day in my life uh, in one uh, main sense, and that's that I'm now a published author, Um, which feels good. It feels really good. In a lot of ways, my entire career has um, led up to um, to today. Um, I should say as well, so um, you and I were chatting briefly before the podcast started. Steve, you know, you were included on a big thank you email that went out from my company this morning, uh, about six o'clock on the East Coast, uh, a little bit earlier time. Um, so just, you know, telling your your listeners, well, you already know that today has been 16 years in the making. It's, it's a big it's a big deal for us. It's a, it's a big deal. So um, huge privilege, huge pleasure. Um, what inspired the book? Um, Man, that's a whole story in and of itself. Where would you like to begin? <laughs> oh, just jump in at the beginning and kind of swim your way through it. <laughs> <laughs> swim. Swim is probably the operative operative word. So like I said, well, it's been 16 years in the making. Um, and the reason that it's been 16 years in the making is due to, um, you know, a number of reasons. I chalk it up to, if I had to boil it down, distill it down, I would say it's due to what I call false starts you know, attempts to uh, write this thing and then going back and reading what I wrote and being like, nope, that's not it. Um, It's a very cinematic story. I can see it vividly and clear as day in my mind's eye. Uh, And so getting the prose to line up um, with the story as I see it has been one of the biggest challenges for me. Um, You know, it came to me when I was um, 18, as a matter of fact, I was uh, diagnosed with cancer uh, the summer between my senior year of high school and my freshman year of undergrad. So I spent that whole summer strapped to a uh, chair and uh, IV drip, um, getting chemotherapy. um, And I had a lot of time to think. And one question that, you know, kept coming back to me as I was getting treatment is what are the odds? You know, what What are the odds? I mean, timing, of course, is one thing. And, and thank God it was summer and not, you know, during the academic year. Didn't prevent me from going to college. Fortunately, I'm fine. I've been in remission ever since, you know, August, right before I was scheduled to enroll. Um, but at that age, cancer, like, what are the odds? So and at, at the same time, you know, I've, I've always had a love for, you know, fantasy fiction, action, adventure, Lord of the Rings, The Matrix, Chronicles of Riddick, sci-fi, fantasy, you name it. Um, but I'd never seen any epic explore that fundamental of a question. So, you know, what came to mind for me, again, you know, going through chemotherapy, strapped into an IV is, you know, the picture of innocence, this imagine for a young girl, for everything is so perfect, she doesn't know any different. What would happen if everything just suddenly went terribly, dramatically wrong? You know, they say, uh, you know, diamonds are made under pressure. What sort of diamond would she become what what would happen to her what would happen to the world because of that so that's that's um that's a thumbnail as concise of a thumbnail as i can give you as to the inspiration i appreciate that so and you even asked the thought-provoking question in the description what if practice really did make perfect 
Um, I have a friend that always hate, you know, always hated on that phrase because he's like, no, because if you practice doing it wrong, you're just going to get really good at doing it really wrong. <laughs> but what if you could practice something and really actually be perfect at it? It's kind of the premise behind her capability. So tell us a little bit about the the main character. Yeah. So um, is in many ways as Lily um, and I are similar i would say lily uh, lily lilac is the name of the protagonist she's a nine-year-old um precocious very talented uh young girl um as many similarities as we do have the, we differ in one key way uh and that's that i am i am not athletic i'm not <laughs> you know i ran cross country in high school played soccer um but i am not you know an acrobat or anything like that and lily's talent is um, she actually doesn't really have to practice at all. And the reason the book is called the first edition, The Impossible Sight of Lily Lilac is because her vision is really her superpower. If she can observe any sort of acrobatic performance or uh, physical uh, act, feat, uh, she can repeat it without any practice whatsoever. Um, and so that's a, that's a big difference between that common refrain of, uh, you know, they say practice makes perfect, which obviously that in and of itself is debatable. Um, Lily's gift and her talent in this world that she lives in is, um, you know, just, just the opposite. She doesn't need to practice at all as long as she has the opportunity to watch and see. So her, her eyes are her gift. Um, and uh, I wish I could say the same for me. <laughs> <laughs> It's an interesting concept. I uh, I was thinking as you're saying it, uh, what she really needs to see is a ninja. <laughs> I mean, never say never. All I'm going to say is stay tuned. There's a lot that she's going to see. There's a lot she's going to see. So tell us a little bit about the world that Lily lives in and what she's going through as we start into the book, because we don't want to give them too much because they got to read the book. But as they start into the book, what is the world like for Lily? Yeah, so Lily um, is, um, you know, born and raised on uh, her family uh, family property, which is, uh, you know, a number of acres that is in a very bucolic setting um, that they just refer to as the valley. Um, you know, it's uh, the type of thing that is a, a prairie set uh, inset uh, behind some mountains. Um, like I said, very very private. Um, Lily doesn't really know what's out there in the world. All she knows is that this is her home. This is where she belongs. And she has one main job. Um, in fact, it's a promise, a promise that she made her father, um, which is to, uh, to protect her mother. Um, that's all she knows. That's all she's ever had to know. Everything's been taken care of for her. Everything's been provided and she's been plenty content. Um, one thing leads to another and you know here again is the challenge i don't want to spoil it but things go way south all at once for lily and her whole family and she is left with no choice but to flee she has to leave her home and she's never been anywhere else in all of her nine years so where that's going to take her uh she has no idea but uh you know in a way thank goodness she has her her powers to to carry her uh, because in a way that that's the only thing that comes with her when she finally does leave her home and what she does with it. I mean, that I think is the key question. That's what we all want to see is what is she going to do with this gift that, you know, she can watch someone do something and simply repeat it. Absolutely. So there are a lot of really interesting characters in this story. Um, I'm going to ask you a totally unfair question, but kind of like, you know, which of your kids is your favorite? No, I won't ask you that one. That would be mean. Um, but give us an example of one of the people she's going to run into that's kind of your favorite ancillary character in the book. Uh, well, so again, it's, it's difficult to do without spoiling. I actually would rather answer what you described as an unfair question, which is who is your favorite? Because of course I would say Lily. Lily's my favorite. I mean, it's called the impossible side of Lily Lilac, not of anybody else in the story. Um, and, you know, I'm fortunate. I have a whole team behind me um, here at the studio uh, who, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of creative forces supporting me. And we all come at, you know, developing stories from different angles. Some people are more interested in world building. Some people are more interested in mechanics and rules. I'm a character person. I love characters. 
Um, I see them clear as day. They are vivid in my head. So Lily would be my favorite, hands down. As to who she meets, um, well, I mean, she doesn't meet a ninja, I can tell you that much. But she is going to meet uh, a cast of characters who will, um, they think, give her a run for her money. And, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens, whether their bets are right about that. But um, I suppose I, I could say that the setting that awaits her just on the other side of the valley is um, that's what I'm really most excited for, because that's where that cast of characters lies. Hmm, that's fun. I like to tease about it too. That's good. Um, so Sympatico Studios, um, did yeah. I say it right? You did. Okay, I was hoping so. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about what your company does and 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 that. Yeah, so Sympatico Studios, it's, um, you know, it's a small family-run business. It was founded uh, in 2011, uh, in fact, by me and my partner in all things, uh, Jill. And the primary profit center is marketing consulting. So you know, we do everything soup to nuts when it comes to the marketing needs, mostly of companies with very uh, you know, niche um, target markets. Um, what the general public might think of as a very boring value proposition, uh, you know, engineering solutions, et cetera, et cetera. Um, however, we have a lot of fun doing that. We have so much fun peeling back the onion and getting into finding those um, really niche target audiences and taking what is um, what most people think of as a complex value proposition and making it compelling. So that's what storytelling is meant for Sympatico since, since 2011. But there's a reason that we're studios plural and that reason is um, we've always had this ambition to put out our own content and diversify our revenue streams. So today, you know, September 23rd, 2021 is the realization of, of that goal. Um, and I just checked, you know, um, my, my uh, KDP account before the interview began. And, you know, as of today, 10 years after opening shop, we've met that goal, not by much, <laughs> not yet, but we have diversified revenue. Uh, so I'm, I'm really, I'm really, really pleased about that. So studios plural will always have the marketing consulting business. And that's really my wife, Jill, that's her bread and butter. Um, you know, she has a master's degree in integrated marketing communications from West Virginia university. I have an MFA in creative writing. So put two and two together. <laughs> that's awesome. So if a person, is in one of those boring industries, as you put it, <laughs> mm -hmm. and they'd like to, uh, you know, they'd like to work with you. What kind of work do you do for people? Give them a general idea of what they might be able to do with you. Well, to be clear, I don't think they're boring. I think that the general public mass markets might think of them as boring because they're not, they're, there's no sizzle to them. You know, it's not, we're not working with music labels. We're not working with consumer products like Coke. We're working with companies that it's one business selling to another um, and they make some sort of specialty widget that helps produce something else, blah, 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 blah. They're like way up the supply chain. Um, so I, I guess in a way that also begins to answer the question. If you have a very niche market, if you're if you're more sales driven, you don't do traditional advertising, perhaps, you know, you built your B2B company on uh, word of mouth and you're thinking of hiring a sales uh, force um, and need some good sales support being collateral, et cetera. That's how Studio A, as we call it in Sympatico Studios, would be of assistance. Um, helping figure out that messaging, helping figure out what our go-to-market strategy is going to be and making sure that sales team um, is supported. And then, you know, some supplemental uh, digital marketing uh, and anything we need to, need to do to help close the deal. You know, PowerPoint presentations, you know, pitch decks, business cards, you name it. Awesome. And how can they get a hold of you for those kind of services? So simpaticostudios.com, which is S-I-M, some people want to do S-Y-M, S-I-M-P-A-T-I-C-O, studios, plural.com is our uh, central hub for marketing services. Uh, and then, of course, if you want to get in touch with me related to, you know, the Runaway Silver and content, swquin.com uh, would be the way to reach me. And again, the book is called Runaway Silver, The Impossible Sight of Lily Lilac. I want to drop a link for people who didn't see it in the description into the comments so that they can get the book. Today, they can get it for free. Give us one more little tease about the book, something that you can tell us without spoiling it too much. 
Well, so it's a series, um, and the series is called Runaway Silver. And so coming up uh, next year, we're really looking forward to the second and third book coming out, completing the first trilogy. There will be multiple, multiple trilogies we expect coming on top of this. And also coming, uh, you know, coming up in the holiday season, Black Friday, we're going to be dropping a collector's edition that's going to be signed, um, hardcover, and include a you know a unique uh, trading card that's going to lead to a tabletop game that's going to be debuting. So there's a whole lot of stuff shaking, um, and stay tuned. I love it. Well, it's such a fun book, and it's been so much fun working with you. Thanks for bringing me in as part of the team and and helping with it. Um, I do hope people will get the book today when they can get it for free on the ebook. Um, give us some parting words uh, that Silver might give to, or that Lily rather might give to us um, if she was here to talk to us today. You know, it's funny. Sil- uh, almost spoiled something. Lily's story is uh, so much. So much of Lily's story is just the the all American, uh, you know, all American story. She is the type of person who just shows so much resilience, more resilience than I think any of us realizes that we have within ourselves. So, um, you know, if you're, if you're still showing up, you know, every single day, despite all the odds, um, however they might appear to you, then, you know, you're just, you're just walking Lily's journey. So I think you, you deserve a bow uh, to take a bow if you're still showing up every single day and, and staying strong. That's all Lily's doing. That's awesome. Again, the book is called Runaway Silver, The Impossible Side of Lily Lilac by S.W. Quinn. Get it today for free on Amazon. Thanks so much for spending some time with us here today. Of course. And thanks, Steve, for all of your help and everything you've done for us. We appreciate it. What an amazing story. I love the book so much. It's so much fun. And I'm looking forward for the other books that are coming out. And what a great way to be able to begin the process of empowering our children by helping them read, first of all, and then giving them books like this one to be able to allow their young minds to stretch, to expand, to grow, and to see things you know, maybe even bigger than what is possible in our world, but to imagine big stuff. Imagination is really, in in a real respect, the work of children, and we want them to be diligent workers at their playing, at their imagining, at their being. We want them to really be empowered in all that they do to be the best version of themselves so they too can be thriving entrepreneurs. We'll be right back. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. (laughs) Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com, schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free, it's guaranteed, it's proven, we've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve, reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now, what are you waiting for? Grab a pen, here we go. All you gotta do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com, Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur. We're talking today about empowering children, about raising empowered children, about helping them stretch, expand, grow, be those amazing people that they were born to be. What a great thing we can do as parents, as the people that really love those precious souls, but to help them right now at the beginning of their life, as things are just beginning to start, to be thriving entrepreneurs 
in all that they do. And so I can think of no better way to bring this particular episode home than to actually just share with you a young man who is a thriving entrepreneur, who has an amazing business and is doing exciting, exciting things in the world with just some little things that he came up with that has grown into a really great big company. I'm looking forward to sharing him with you. Join me in welcoming Tyler Ornstein. Hey, Tyler, how you doing today? Hey, how's it going? How are you doing? I'm good. Tell us a little bit about you and what you do in the world. Well, um, let's see. That's a great question. What do I do in the world? Well, I created the world's first and only acid-free coffee. So coffee that doesn't give you heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, smooth, no bitter bite. And I started at 14 years old, door to door on a bicycle. And now we're in over a thousand stores across the country and Amazon, Walmart, eBay, Wish, Jet, pretty much all the big retailers online. And it's really done an amazing uh, progression in, in the business. I mean, we've seen growth that's like, insane and i think it has a lot to do with covid because people are now staying at home more and they're drinking more coffee and it's just you know it's just it's fantastic unfortunately covid's a horrible thing but for for the company it's done very well so i guess the first question i always have is are you a huge coffee drinker yourself yeah yeah, I'm a big coffee drinker. I, I love the taste of coffee, but my father and I actually uh, bonded over coffee when I was young, and then he started getting he started getting sick. Uh, started getting some stomach issues and some stomach pains, and so he went to the doctor, and the doctor said, "Hey, I, you know, you got ulcers, and you can't drink coffee anymore. It's gonna really affect you." and he kind of was just like, you know, he's an engineer and the engineer side of him is, well, I can fix that. And uh, boy, he really did. He fixed it. And, and we really created a phenomenal product out of it. And the company has just blown up um, all kinds of exciting stuff. And then COVID hit. So how has the last year impacted stuff for you? Well, you know, like I said, I mean, people are now staying at home more um, due to the uh, pandemic. And long story short, you know, it's just, um, it's sad for a lot of companies out there that, you know, can't really function. But for, for Tyler's and for online businesses in general, it's done we've seen a huge growth in online sales and, and then also in the grocery industry because for the longest time, that was the only place that you could go is the grocery store. And now things are starting to open up again, which is fantastic. But I'll tell you, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was a problem for sure. Um, and it's very sad to, to see, you know, what's going on. So what um, new innovations have you guys had to, um, uh, you know, to, to bring things up to speed even faster this last year? Well, um, you know, we, we were able to redo our, our K-Cup line, which was fantastic. We were able to uh, redo a, a lot of things in, in, um, by, by redoing, um, you know, the, the product line in the sense of the K-Cups. I mean, the product itself has been established for 15 years, but for us to redesign the, the K-Cup and for us to get a little bit more uh, quality control out of it, it really helped us out a lot. And do you have any new flavors or any new blends that you've made this last year? Or are you pretty much just... No, no, we haven't done any of that. Um, we're sticking kind of 
to our guns. Uh, I mean, people say, hey, you know, you coming out with any flavored coffee? And say, absolutely, any flavor you want to put. <laughs> you know, any flavor you want to put in, you're more than happy to. But Tyler's Coffees is more of a prescription than a subscription is what we tell people. You know, we, we cater to the people that can't drink coffee anymore. And so if we started adding any additives, it would really cause uh, a, a detriment to um, to them. Mm, that makes total sense. Yeah. So what is your sample packet? I mean, like somebody that's having problems, obviously they're going to be a little bit nervous to try it, you know, because stomach problems are no fun. Um, what is like your sample packet or your smallest that they can try to see if it works for them? Yeah, so we don't do any samples. Uh, we're, we're nicknamed the backorder coffee for a reason. Um, our demand is far exceeded our supply. Um, so samples is out of the, out of the picture. We just don't do it. It's just, it's just, you know, go look at our reviews, go look at, you know, what we've created and, and we're the world's first and only. So, uh, not to be rude to anyone listening in that standpoint, it's just, we don't have the ability to do that. We have too much demand. Um, but our 12 ounce bag is uh, the only the only uh, product that we create. Uh, plus we have our 16 count K-cup box. And so we're very, very limited in SKUs, but if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, and we've kind of went off of that, um, that forte. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, just life in general. Um, what do you find is your biggest challenge that you're dealing with right now um, for your role in the company? Oh, that's a great question. Um, you know, it's weird because as we grew the company, we got more and more obviously demand. And what I'm doing right now is I'm just holding demand at bay. So my job as the CEO and the founder of the company is to supply our customers. And that's what we're doing to essentially create, um, you know, a, a comfortable environment for uh, wholesale and retail customers to, to buy the product. When we call people, we say, hey, we're backordered. It's not comfortable. So I would say, um, I would say right now, the most important thing at Tyler's Coffee is to make sure that we have coffee for our customer base. And, and that's what we're working on diligently to make happen. Let's talk a little bit about your outside the business life. What kind of things do you like to do for fun? What, you know, what does Tyler do when he's not selling coffee? <laughs> Sleeping. <laughs> uh, it's a full-time job. Let me tell you, it's, uh, it's, it's wild. You know, uh, I'll get to that. But every business has, you know, essentially inception, birthing, uh, infancy, adolescence, adulthood, and seniority. So the companies that are seniority is like Tesla, Apple, Microsoft, uh, you know, Whole Foods, which is also, you know, Amazon. Now all those companies, multi-billion dollar corporate America, they've done it. They've made it. They Congratulations. They, they're a success. Right now, Tyler's Coffees is out of uh, infancy, it's out of adolescence and it's in their teenage years. And the teenage years are the hardest in business because you're really creating a, a lot of uh, a lot of demand in the product line and you're trying to get more supply and you know a lot more customers and it's teenage years. You're just having a lot of growing pain. Uh, so when I say, you know, sleep, I mean Tyler's coffees to me is the 60 hour work week if not more. And 
it just, you know, I, I get up at five thirty, six in the morning and I'm already on phone calls. I'm, I'm off phone calls around 8 PM. Uh, and it's, it's just wild. And sometimes you just, you know, need to take a break. So what I like to do is, um, I'm a car guy. I love cars. Um, it's like my passion and I, I enjoy having cars, um, you know, that are nice. And then, um, I, you know, I like spending time with uh, my girlfriend. Um, I've got a beautiful boxer. He's our fur baby. Uh, you know, he's, he's the cutest thing since sliced bread, but again, I'm the father. So obviously I'm biased, but you know, I just, uh, I like, I like to just relax. I like to like, just, you know, I, I do yoga every morning. That's like my meditation before I get going. So yeah, I exercise cars and dogs and, you know, to be honest with you, I don't really have anything exciting to tell you. I, oh, my favorite thing to do is skiing. I love to ski. I'm a big fan of skiing. And, you know, I should get a bumper sticker. I'd rather be skiing. <laughs> well, there you go. So people who would like to try out Tyler's Coffee um, and see if it can help them with the stomach issues they're having, because... You know, I know a lot of people that they just won't give up the coffee, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. How yeah. can they? Uh, how can they contact you? How can they get their own? So they can order it on Amazon. They can order it on Tyler'sCoffees.com. That's Tyler's with an S, Coffees with an S dot com. Uh, they can order it on eBay. They can order it on Walmart. They can order it on Jet. They can order it. I mean, they can just, you know, it's all it's all over the place. Um, Google acid-free coffee, you'll find us. Um, yeah, I mean, we really, we really built, I don't want to say it's a household name because that's not true. It's not a household name, but we really built a name in the industry. And that's exciting to talk about because we're a $1.6 trillion industry and Tyler's Coffees is the world's first and only. And now you see everyone talking about smooth and low bitter and, uh, low acid and all all these really buzzword keyword things, and and to be quite frank with you, it's uh, it's an homage to us because we were the first and and the only, and so now the industry is going to a, a smoother and more mellow uh, flavored cup of coffee, and that's really all thanks to us. And again, I'm not just being egotistical. I'm saying that we were the first and only, and people really like following the first and only. So it's it's exciting. It's exciting to to have a a, a real uh, change for the industry as a whole. That's awesome. So, what parting words do you have for the guests um, before we uh, end today? Well, I would say that if you're going to get into business, which is you know a difficult thing to talk about because you 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 say well the risks will they outweigh the rewards a lot of businesses fail because they don't produce one thing and literally i i cannot stress this enough to your listeners if you're going to start a business you start with one word one word and if you can make that word successful then you can monetize it and you'll be have a successful business that one word that every business owner should listen to and, and work off of and essentially put as a golden rule is help, H-E-L-P, help. Can you help your customer? Can you help your industry? Can you help your problem to solution, right? So if you're building a new business and you don't use help as your golden keyword, then there's a high probability that you're not going to be successful. If you use help as your keyword, then you're going to be very successful. And what I mean by that is so many businesses out there help the customer. So take, for example, Apple. Apple helped the customer out of an, uh, a Microsoft, which was, in my book, very complicated uh, operating system. Apple made it very simple and easy to use, so they, they helped. 
you know, almost a trillion dollar net cap. Uh, Tesla helped by producing a EV car that is mass produced. Um, you know, Amazon helped because they are now able to buy off of a single platform and know that they're going to get their product the next day or, you know, prime, right? So these are, these are all these very intricate uh, things, but at the end of the day, help is really what you need to establish your business off of. Well, that's awesome. Tyler, I really appreciate you spending some time on the show here with us today. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate how Tyler's showing up in the world. And uh, it's so amazing to think of what he's done already in his life. Think where he'll be in another five years, another 10 years. So amazing. And our children deserve the right to be empowered in such a way that they can move forward in this world, that they can be the best version of themselves right now, not in the future, not some other time, but right now. Um, I'll never forget, you know, because I was an early adopter to homeschooling, and I remember one of the very original books I read way back in the uh, you know, late 80s, and they were talking about, you know, they had been doing it for probably a decade or more then, and they're talking about how, um, you know, a dad who was a engineer that worked for um, 3M, and, uh, you know, so he was a chemist, and he was teaching chemistry to his three sons. One was a freshman, and the other two were a junior and senior, respectively. Um, and it was interesting because the junior and senior, they were following the process. You know, dad was a chemist and he was teaching them from A to B. Um, and the freshman, he kept jumping to the end of the book. And the dad kept saying to him, no, 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 you can't go there yet. You have to learn all this stuff before you can do that. And he just, his little brain just kept going to the end of the book. Well, long story short, turned out that his freshman son uh, because of his interest in the things in the end of the book, actually created a whole brand new formula that then was later on bought by 3M um, and is a revolutionary way of doing some things in chemistry because that's just how his brain saw it. See, when we empower our children, they can be the best versions of themselves. And sometimes it is amazing to see the things that come out of their life. So I encourage you, empower your children, empower the children in your lives, create space for children to be empowered in this world. You will be glad that you did. Just as you are uniquely brilliant, you were created for a purpose and the world needs you. Share that message with each of those dear precious little souls in your life and help them to know you're unique, you're brilliant, there is a purpose for you. And then let's show them, as we do it, how they too can maximize while it's called today. I hope that all of you find yourself happy, safe, warm and loved today. That you are thriving in all that you do. That life, as the saying goes, the road rides up, rises up to meet you and that you feel empowered in all that you do as you then empower those that are in your charge and in your life, and that you will spend this week living as a thriving entrepreneur until we're together again next week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. If you're an author who's on a mission, stand out with your brand out. 
<laughs> Check this out, guys. Yep, everything's marketing, and marketing is everything. Your existing book can become a best-selling book, or even, hey, like mine, a number one international best-selling book in five days. Listen, if your business isn't known by everybody, it's obscurity and that's death, right? The same thing is true for your book. If you're not happy with the way your book is performing, you got that far and then it just fell off the face of the planet kind of feeling, go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Schedule a talk with Steve. It's risk-free. It's guaranteed. It's proven. We've done it thousands of times. What are you waiting for? Yes, yourbestsellertoday.com. This time next week, you could have a beautiful seal on your book and get the attention that you deserve. Reach the people that you came to serve. Come on now. What are you waiting for? Grab a pen. Here we go. All you got to do is book a call, yourbestsellertoday.com. Go to yourbestsellertoday.com. Book a talk with Steve. It's proven. It's guaranteed. It's going to happen. All you have to do is say yes to your destiny. You are-